Welcome to the Kryptonaut Podcast. I'm Mark Stores. With me as always is Chris and Rob Morphy. Chris is super excited because this evening we've had to record like three different intros for things and he is done yeah, with no, it's, it. It's awesome. <laughs> Let's do another one right now. <laughs> <laughs> Rob was gonna, Robert was going to record an intro about the new sketchbook he got. Yeah, I know. I'm very excited. It's and hardcover. I, I was going to record an intro the, about the, best ones the, are hardcover. Uh, I know. the weird brown stain on my ceiling as I'm remodeling my kitchen. So uh, yeah, this <laughs> intro is all around. <laughs> oh no, we, we've been doing a lot of exciting things in our personal lives, and I think it's time we really start sharing it with our I think audience. Every <laughs> yeah. we just need like a whole episode of just intros, just constant just intros to nothing, to nothing, to nothing. Yeah, <laughs> it just keeps As going. Pertaining to yeah. fuck all. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, as always, the social medias, Insta's, the Twitters, the Facebooks, hit us up there. Facebook fan page is awesome. Y'all should join that and check it out. We got new people joining every day, which is super cool. So thank you all so very much. Uh, Patreon, patreon.com slash Podcast. I almost slipped into my weird accent, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but I caught yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I caught it. I caught it's it. It's like six miles in the ocean off of Maine, that accent. I it's don't always, even know where that is. It's always after like my fourth beer. I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. That's snarf. It's percent Fucking Thundercats. Oh, it's awesome. So thank you all so very much for those of you that contribute to our Patreon campaign. Yes. We appreciate it so very much. And, uh, yeah, if you're interested, check it out. That is patreon.com slash Podcast. Almost did it again. Oh, my God. Yeah, I know, really. I thought I was going to save myself. I didn't. It's not like you've ever said that no, word. No, I really, it's it's the beer. It's the fucking booze. I blame it on the booze. <laughs> so check that out. And uh, as always, of course, we have our tea Public shop. You can get T-shirts and all kinds of fun stuff. And so we got some new T-shirts that maybe will be out by the time oh, you hear maybe. They might be. They might not be. We'll see. Well, they probably we'll see. will be. They probably I, will I be. mean, I don't... F- I can't think of a reason why they wouldn't be. Yeah. But no. then why promise something we can't predict? Well, that's how we roll, dude. Uh, Nostradamus. Yeah. Nostradamus. Yeah. Exactly. I've referred to myself often over the years with my often, in fact, almost entirely incorrect predictions. I'm the worst oracle ever. You know what? You're my favorite oracle. Thank you. You are my oracle. All right. So this week we were talking about the telepathic football. Boom. I'm going to attempt to read this intro. I may screw it up. We will work through it. I want to give a shout uh, to Matt Drew. He's uh, He's been a big supporter of our podcast since pretty much day one. And uh, and he's been sending piles of stuff. And, and uh, some of it I'm only vaguely familiar with. Some of it I've never even heard of. So uh, so I got to give him mad credit and, uh, and and thank him for like all the effort totally. he puts in on the, on the fan pages and whatnot. Yep. And, uh, and for presenting this really fascinating idea. Yeah. All right. So here we go. We're going to get started with... Just after the turn of the 21st century, a pair of Chilean boys had a brief yet chilling run-in with a bizarre, psychic, self-illuminated, bipedal being which seemed to synthesize the incongruent attributes of canines, platypus, porcupines, wild boars, goats, and a quanco, or as it's more commonly known, a rugby ball. A rugby ball. So, the stoutest of balls. That is just mm. like a thick... It's like the little cousin to a medicine ball. Rugby balls are kind of fucking gnarly. Oh. Ever, ever played rugby? N- not like organized rugby. I have played versions of scrum rugby. Well, with buddies. Yeah, sure. I have played drunken high school field rugby. And uh, on one hand... It I, hurts. It, oh, yeah. It's agonizing. And the rules are beyond And me. I played with actually <laughs> yeah. members of a college team. Oh, really? They weren't like... Uh, you know, single A, but they were still big, strong, right. and also drunk because, yep. of course, and this was back yeah. in the 90s. And I was aching for many days after, but 
The thing about rugby I find fascinating, having nothing whatsoever to do with this telepathic football, is that it's like if football were constant fumbles and laterals and really? non-stop yeah. attack. Yeah. Instead of like start, stop, start, stop, which I suppose has its place. I'm not a big fan. I'm a baseball hockey guy. That's me, but that notwithstanding. Rugby is just a never-ending scrum of physical terror. You're doing like a constant like West Coast weave. You know how you do like the lateral pass? Absolutely. That's all you're, you're constantly yeah, doing. And then yeah. a body crush, yep. and then the ball gets shot out again, and then yep. another huge body yeah. crush. I mean, it really And is. then you can randomly kick it. Yeah. yeah, I don't know when you can, but I don't. I couldn't figure that out. I was fuck sucking monster hurling into the mix, and you add a field hockey stick, and I don't even know what else. To oh, rugby. yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. I yeah. saw that like years ago at like three a.m. on ESPN. Right, again in a drunken haze. You know, it's it's a repeating <laughs> pattern, and I just thought to myself, this is the most, this is the, the proudest I've ever been to be Irish. All right, well, Robert, let's talk about this telepathic football. I think we ought to. All right, as we so often do. Let's set the scene. Located adjacent to the lower river in the northern Antofagasta region of Chile is the town of Kalama. Known as the gateway to the Atacama Desert, Kalama is one of the driest cities in the world and within its borders lays the residential neighborhood of Villa San Rafael. Dope. We set the tone. A dry area. It's dry as the devil's balls. That's <laughs> <laughs> Pretty fucking dry. Well, it's hot in hell. <laughs> the setting of a recent UFO sighting via San Rafael would become even more notorious as the spot where a pair of youthful eyewitnesses encountered an inexplicable and evidently intelligent animal-like entity. The teens in question, one Nelson C. and his best friend Jean F., or maybe Jean F., I, I don't know how they're pronouncing sure. it, I'm just going to go with Jean, were a pair of boys who resided with their parents in the central area of Via San Rafael. Like most boys of that age, the pair had an unquenchable interest in reptiles, and to that end, they decided to make a late Saturday night trek to Gene's house in order to check on his pet snake. It's just something you do when you're fucking... If you're into snakes, well, yeah. yeah. 13 or 14, you're like, let's check your snake. Just jamming on some, you know, some reptiles, and you're like, dude, what's up with your snake? Let's go check it, make sure it's all right. Absolutely. There you go. That's what good friends do. I wouldn't do it, but okay, cool. I totally would. I don't like snakes. Why? Because I just don't. All right. All right. I love reptiles. All right. I Cautiously making their way through the gloomy streets and back alleys of Via San Rafael, the buddies noticed the neighborhood dogs seemed unduly agitated. However, instead of barking, the canines seemed to be howling and crying out as if afraid of some unknown thing lurking in the shadows. As usual, the animals were more keenly aware of their surroundings than their human counterparts. It's a smidge of foreshadowing for you. Finally, just before midnight on January 12, 2002, the middle school students arrived in Jean's backyard. Upon their arrival, it was Nelson who first noticed that his friend's pet serpent was missing from its cage. The comrades immediately set about searching for the reptile in the evidently unfenced, unmowed, and rubble-strewn yard. It is a hot mess back there. Mm. All right. Like any yard I would maintain. <laughs> the duo were earnestly flipping rocks and scouring patches of tall grass when, all of a the sudden, they spied what at first looked to be a portly, gray-haired, stubby-headed stray dog roving less than 100 feet from where they stood. In what has become a core ingredient of chance run-ins between youthful humans and otherwise inexplicable entities, the boys wasted no time in dropping their search, snagging up a handful of proper hucking rocks, and standing at the ready, lest this potentially dangerous beast decided to lunge toward them and attack. So they went right to throwing it's rocks? Just, they wow. to, well, they grabbed the rocks. They haven't oh, thrown right, them yet. So they're, they're prepared. Yeah, but they're, but they're prepared. not you. <clears throat> 
Well, what, what does that mean? They didn't just open fire with missile I launchers. I don't and... care. <laughs> okay, first of all, first of all, missile launchers are illegal goods, sir. And I don't carry weapons. Not... I don't carry guns on me. You carry guns. Your eyes are guns. <laughs> whoa, whoa, that's a that, that's a damning statement, sir. Why? You could be held liable for such things. I just, are you just saying that my eyes are so beautiful that they could? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's not at all what I'm saying. My eyes are guns. All right, fine. All right. <laughs> you, you, my, oh, my eyes are guns. Fine. <laughs> old gun eye stores <laughs> over here. <laughs> gun eye stores. Nice. It he's, is what it is. He's giving me the old bullet eyes. Dude, I can uh, see the meme right now. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's going to make it. Did, 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 did. <laughs> oh, it's great. All right. Okay. The boys shouted out in order to scare the thing away, but to their surprise, the fearless fiend stood its ground, initiating an eerie midnight spaghetti western standoff between the tense teens and this odd animal, which Nelson and Jean initially perceived to be a dog, but were quickly beginning to realize was something much different and potentially much more dangerous. The first indication of just how peculiar this thing was occurred when it began to move toward the astonished adolescents. Ignoring conventional canine locomotion, the bulky beast bounded toward the pair, employing short, rabbit-like leaps. Not a traditional dog move. No, not, not one that I've ever seen, but okay. it sounds cute still. It's, so. still, it's still, all right, it's so far cute. it's like rotund and hopping. Yeah, that's right. man. Okay, that's a little bit of a Pokemon, but, so it's all right. Uh, yeah. You know, Gene and Nelson didn't quite feel this way. Okay. Scared out of their wits, the terrified teens proceeded to shower the bouncing being with a hail of stones. So they weren't they weren't see gonna hesitate. Like they got the stones, but as soon as this thing fucking see, hot, it was hucking time. Yeah. Just like the Kira UFO, just like the fucking stumps of yore. Yeah, just throwing rocks, man. Yeah. All right. Well, maybe you know what though? We weren't there. Maybe they felt threatened. This is well, how they were. It's near midnight. Yeah. You Who know? knows if the streets of Via San Rafael are safe or not? Yeah. Maybe there's a lot of roving wild dogs that attack people. Could be. Maybe yeah. rabies runs rampant. Could be. So let's not maybe. overjudge. No. But if the things just happen, leave it alone. <laughs> I mean, generally yeah. speaking. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. All right. One of the youngster's rocks must have found its target because the creature began making loud noises and shorter hops as it drew ever closer, dragging its evidently injured leg behind it. Oh, man. So that's so thing. sad. Dude, this is got a bum leg now. It's like... Oh, it's I jumping. see. Oh, I man. I see. You know, no sympathy for fucking humans, but as soon as somebody hurts a cryptid dog, Mark's all bleeding hard. I, I, okay, hold on. Whoa. Well, an, again, another damning mm. damning statement number two of the episode. All right, bullet eyes. Why don't you fucking relax? <laughs> I know. That's all just calm down. That's just the way that you looked at me. Was, <laughs> is it the way that my dad looks at me disappointingly? Like, what is your fucking problem, Mark? I know. How's your podcast, Mark, about shit that's not real? Is it going good? All right, good. Hey, you know what, though? I a side tale your dad got noticed because of your it's podcast. true he did it's that true. was pretty yeah, awesome so actually that that was actually a moment where i think he was finally proud of me at 38 years old for talking about shit that probably doesn't exist <laughs> so yeah great moments in cryptozoology yeah. <laughs> my dad's oh, finally that, proud of me that's in your that's in your pride. memoirs pride the most elusive cryptid <laughs> yeah, i know <laughs> Oh, I can't, I can't wait to my, read about it. I'm pretty sure that my dad does listen. So shout outs, dad. So, hey, definitely hey. big shout All right. When the enigmatic animal got to within 10 feet of the two eyewitnesses, it abruptly stopped and in defiance of all anatomical logic, hefted its rotund body up onto a pair of thin goat-like legs, offering the boys their first clear look at this truly unique specimen. 
a specimen which one of them would later describe as resembling a rugby football with legs. Hence, one half of its name. So it it came up on goat legs. Goat legs. So maybe it was like crouched down on well, its knees it and was, was doing like a knee walk. Reverse bent leg. Well, reverse in terms of humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, bent legs. Okay. And and it was hopping. All right. I don't know if it was hopping quadrupedally or bipedally. Maybe right. they couldn't tell in the dark, but they don't seem to say. But once it got to within about 10 feet, it jumped, jumps standing. up. Okay. But it's got All this right. big fucking round body. A little on tiny goat leg. I know. It's hard to even legs. picture anything at this point. Nelson did draw a sketch. Okay. Perfect. So we can take a look at that. Excellent. And it looks almost like an American football, I've got to say. So football's a proper appellation regardless. Yeah. Yeah. As the creature stood before the shocked mates in all its bipedal glory, the pair were able to make out a detailed account of its appearance. According to their report, the animal's head resembled that of a large canine with a broad, flat nose akin to a bulldog, and circular ears that stood rigidly on its head rather like a smaller version of Mickey Mouse's upright oracles. And not oracles as in prophets that we were discussing earlier, oracles <laughs> as in the AU version that yeah. just objects that resemble ears. Right. In contrast to its slender, elongated legs, the creature's arms were stubby with human-like elbows and tiny hands that bore three clawed fingers on each. The feet were analogous to the hands in that they had three digits, but differed in that there was a thin, platypus-like membrane stretched between the toes, indicating, perhaps, that this organism hailed from an aquatic habitat. It's kind of weird to have that on your feet if you're not in the water. This is a hot fucking mess. Yeah, okay. The boys could not recall seeing nails on its toes due to the fact that the grass was concealing the ends of its digits. A small note, but interesting, and yeah. it seems to kind of lend a little authenticity. Okay. The lads further saw that the being's spherical body was covered in grayish hair similar to that found on a wild pig. The hair grew thicker on the beast's curved back and sprouted up in small isolated patches that ran down the spinal cord. These hairs pointed downwards and, at first glance, must have given the impression of being much like the quills of a porcupine. So, big curved back on a okay. round body with, like, that kind of wild boar. Does it yeah. sound kind of like a critter? Mohawk. What, what do you mean, like a critter? Like, you know, the... From the movie? From the movie. Oh, yeah, how, how they had, Yeah, how they had that weird, like, hair patch. Except that... They're, they're, well, they're, they're super tiny with not big legs. Yes. But, yeah. I mean, they don't have long legs, and they don't have a, a noticeably smaller head on top of a big round body. It's true. All right, right. True. But in terms of the back... Right. Yeah. Okay. I think that's I'm a close. fair analogy. There you go. Nelson and Jean also noticed a tail emerging from the base of its spine. Oddly, the thing's tail was just shy of two inches in length, yet it was at least three times thicker than that of an average dog. Like the rest of the creature, the tail was gray, but was crowned with an ashen white tip. So that's a really broad, short, well, like two like... inches. It's like a, almost like a penguin tail or something. Yeah. It's, it's just like it's a like two-inch a... triangle that's, if it's three times, I don't know what... Like it's an average dog's tail is like an inch and a half wide or something. Yeah, I mean, around there. yeah so we're talking just under five inch wide, two inch. I mean, that's that's almost we, that's not weird. A fucking tail. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, it's like a kickstand, just like a little <laughs> yeah, really intrusion. Yeah. yeah. Most disturbingly, Gene, a rabid reptile enthusiast, noted that unlike most mammals, this pudgy beast's head spasmodically whipped to and fro. Not like a dog, but more akin to the manner of a lizard scanning its surroundings. Mm, that has lizard uh, 
trivia is coming into play now. Yeah, he no can, doubt. He can use as like, oh, that's a move of a reptile. It's a distinct move of a reptile. Distinct. Says fucking 13-year-old reptile. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Playing in his shitty kept backyard. <laughs> fucking rocks and shit. He doesn't know what it is. An expert all the way through, yeah, clearly. Yeah, go, clearly. Even worse, as the creature's gaze darted back and forth, the juveniles noticed that, quite unlike any pooch they'd ever come across, the animal's eyes were ominously slanted and appeared to glisten with an unearthly pale red hue. Ooh, okay. We've seen some weird glowing eyes before. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah right. it's not uncommon. Right. So, right. red eyes, glowing a little. <clears throat> But as disturbing as this extremely close encounter already was, for the young witnesses, it was about to take a decided turn toward the worse. No, this is why you shouldn't throw rocks, kids. Yeah, I know. While these two disparate species were attempting to size each other up, the two boys suddenly became overwhelmed by a sensation of being struck in the gut by some kind of energy bolt, which they compared to feeling like an electrical shock in the stomach. Okay. Weird. Some fucking Dragon Ball Z shit. Yeah, okay. really. Inviso taser. Yeah. After this apparent attack, Gene, understandably, began to feel frightened and started to back away from the curious creature. At the same moment that Gene was retreating, Nelson felt an overwhelming and inexplicable urge to approach the animalistic entity. Oh, man. Yeah. All right. Nelson did not make clear whether he was somehow psychically compelled to move forward or if he was merely curious. But either way, the youth found himself getting ever closer to this absolutely unfathomable thing. When the intrepid kid got to within six feet of the satyr-like being, its epidermis suddenly erupted in a blazing bioluminescent glow that was bright enough to pierce the penetrating darkness and illuminate a small area around the animal. It has like a light shield. So Okay, yeah, Super Saiyan. Little, it was, yeah, close, Super Saiyan, like, yeah. Doom. Yeah. Yeah, total Dragon Ball. Back again. off, dude. You, you're the one that started throwing rocks, man, not me. It's powering Good up. Good luck with your diarrhea. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, you better get some extra Because you got irradiated. Yeah, you're Daniel. fucked. Was this a defense mechanism? Some kind of warning to potential predators? Or was it a gesture of approval like when a dog wags its tail or a cat purrs? Regardless of the thing's intent in growing brighter, the perplexed Nelson could only stare at the radiant beast, unsure of what to do next. That was when he suddenly heard a menacing voice reverberate in his head, demanding, don't stare, just run away. Oh, that's ominous as fuck. Yeah, that just changes everything. Yeah, I mean, really? a lot of things change everything. Like, it's don't a stray dog. Oh, it's a big giant bunny. Right. Oh, it's standing on goat-like legs. Yeah. Oh, oh my his, stomach hurts. Lizard head. Yeah, oh, I don't. electric bolt in my belly. Oh, I gotta walk towards it. Oh, Nelson, I'm walking. I'm walking. Oh God, it's illuminated. It's a goddamn light bulb. <laughs> yeah. And just when you think like, all right, that's fucking enough, something in your head's like, don't stare. Don't you fucking look at me. Just run away. Get the fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I know. you're Joey Belladonna. Coding yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anthrax. Yeah. yeah. And, fucking, and, and he's just demanding it. The ominous echo of the beast's telepathic communication filled Nelson with what he described as a, quote, inexplicable, bone-chilling, cold sensation. This proved to be the final straw, and the boy hastily retreated from the creature, joining Gene some distance away. Okay. At this point, the evidently psychic and superficially corpulent creature extinguished its epidermal illumination. Amidst the darkness, the boys could hear loud dragging noises and still see a vague form making tiny hops, utilizing what they assumed to be its one good leg. Fearing what might happen next, the teens raced back to Nelson's house. Though why they chose to return from where they had come is unclear. Perhaps Gene's parents weren't home, or maybe they just wanted to put as much distance as humanly possible between themselves and the limping, inhuman horror occupying Gene's backyard. 
Whatever their reasons, the schoolboys dashed through the back streets and alleys in record time and breathlessly arrived at Nelson's house where they informed his parents that they had just seen something utterly unbelievable and worse still, they had injured it. It's a tough one for your parents. You'd be like, oh my God, you got this, this fucking thing's all fucked up. We hit it with a rock and broke its leg. But, you know, and then it was a big light bulb, but then he had diarrhea and I got nervous and it told me to leave. And what, do you do, what do you do? It's, it's a difficult thing. Yeah, seriously. But, but this is how the parents dealt with it. And this is pretty, pretty brilliant. Okay. Before they could recount their harrowing ordeal, one of the parents was struck by the excellent idea of separating the teens in order to assess their testimonies individually and see how well they corroborated. Smart parents. The boys, with one parent each, went into different rooms and wrote down their accounts. Nelson even drew a rough sketch of the beast, which I mentioned earlier. The adults found that both accounts concurred on nearly every detail, and when they asked the boys to take them back to the spot where they had seen the creature, they both steadfastly refused. Nelson's parents noted that the boys seemed genuinely terrified by the prospect of another run-in with what would come to be known as the telepathic football. Might need to work on the name for that a little bit. Yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. it's much more than a football. It's yeah. so much more. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's like the yeah. least of the things I would call yeah, it. Right. I know. Like if yeah. I was naming it, it's sometimes like creatures don't have names. And right. so I like dig in and try to figure out what it's called. Um, that I would not have chosen this at all. No, no. But, you know, so be it. It's what it's saddled with. Evidently believing that the boys had a genuine encounter with an inexplicable entity, and perhaps taking into account an apparently recent sighting of an oval UFO spotted descending toward Via San Rafael, which was described as oscillating between white to fluorescent green to electric blue in color. That date, by the way, this is just, it's fucked up. The, one account I read from a Spanish source, mm -hmm. or a Spanish language source, I should say, um, described this UFO sighting that I just mentioned right before they went into the account of this creature. Now, I don't know if they were just mentioning it okay. because of the same geographic location right. or if it happened around the same time. Mm -hmm. So I'm only mentioning it simply because it was contextualized right. by this group. Yeah. But I don't know if they're suggesting like it was two days before and that mm -hmm. maybe this thing is extraterrestrial. You we have, can break that shit down. Uh, but if you have a UFO sighting and all of a sudden this creature shows up, you can... If. if. But it's never specifically stated. So I don't right. want to really go out of my way to imply that okay. it is. All right. So, regardless of what their motivations were, the parents decided to contact Jamie Ferrer. 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 F E R R E R. Ferrer. 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 Yeah. Ferrer. Ferrer. Jamie Ferrer. Ferrer. A couple of E's. I've mutilated many names on this pod. You have. I have too, though. That might rank near the top. Jamie Ferrer. So, is it Jamie Ferrer? Let's just go with that. Ferrer. Ferrer. Okay. Sure. Who was an investigator with the Kalama UFO Center? It's good that the city has yeah. its own center for UFOs. They to, it's the driest city, and they have their own UFO center. Hey, maybe it's a hotbed. All right, cool. Ferrer, as we're going to choose to call him, was impressed by the boy's candor and obvious fear that still lingered even days after the event. The investigator made an official report of the incident, withholding the last names of the eyewitnesses, of course, in order to protect their privacy and their, you know, juveniles. <laughs> Although there have been no additional reports of run-ins with this psychic, bulldog-headed, goat-legged, duck-webbed, rugby-ball-bellied, bolt-throwing, incandescent, red-eyed monstrosity. That's a name right there, baby. That's the name. That's it. It's too long. And there are absolutely no indications of its origins. It's just perfect. <laughs> Ferrer and others have surmised that the seemingly hybrid beast could be anything from a chupacabra-like cryptid to an errant extraterrestrial. Whatever this thing may or may not have been, and wherever it had come from, 
it was never seen again. Making this one of the most intriguing unsolved cases of a close encounter of the third kind with either an alien species or a hyper-intelligent indigenous species, that seems quite unlike anything else on Mother Earth. And there is the psychic football. Psychic football. Ugh, Kick it psychotic so, Rob, football. Captain Pun. As an addendum here, Rob, what do we got? All right. So there's different things. As I was researching this story, um, what I found was that uh, in 2003, so just basically less than a year uh, after the boys had their encounter, uh, the nearby town of Chukwi Kamada dismantled what was once the world's largest open-pit copper mine, citing environmental reasons and encroachment from the mine's expansion. Residents of the city were forced to move away from their homes, with many relocating south to nearby Kalama. While there can be no doubt that the vast mining operations wreaked havoc on the environment, it is unusual for companies to close otherwise profitable ventures simply for ecological reasons. Could it be that they accidentally unleashed something within that gargantuan pit that was very much alive and also potentially dangerous? Perhaps something akin to Dr. Seuss's diminutive, pudgy, and mustachioed conservationist, the Lorax. Oh, yeah. I love that movie. Me and my daughter watch it all the time. Albeit an evil version that could discharge electrical surges and scream into people's minds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's actually the best Lorax ever. Yeah, the anti-Lorax. Oh, we could yeah, be dealing gross, with, the, with the Lorax. Stop doing my hole. Yeah, exactly. All right, so one theory. All right. That we're just throwing out there. I like that theory. A subterranean creature yeah. disturbed by some heinous mining practices mm -hmm. in the world's largest open pit copper mine. I didn't even know the phrase open pit mining until then. I, <laughs> and, and so whatever this environmental disaster was, and, you know, we're not talking, I mean, it's, it, granted, even in America, even, you know, in the alleged first world, uh, it's hard to get some shit shut down that is environmentally unsound if it's right. profitable. <clears throat> but, I, you know, I don't know what the process is in Chile, but you would think that if you have enough money, you could probably keep it going even yeah. if locals were dying. Yeah. And the fact that they closed it down for environmental reasons and then forced everyone to move away. Now, maybe it is. Maybe it's like fracking. There's Yikes. poison in the water. There's no reason to assume it's paranormal. But, right. God damn it we're the people that go there. Yeah, maybe it's this, they unleashed the psychic football onto the world. The mole people of Kalama, yeah, as they go. might have been known, be. had someone seen it scuttle from the pit, Yeah, but no one did. All right. But still, it's out there. All right, And, and this like is something it. Chris alluded to earlier. Worldwide popularity Pokemon, what if this is like a Tulpa-like thing? A Pokemon Tulpa? one thing this fucking thing is, it's a goddamn Pokemon. Oh, totally, It is yeah. a tiny, kind of cute, strangely powered yep. amalgamation of other things that to me smacks of pokemon it really does well, now it's now, not and, unheard and, of and, and who is it who is it geared towards <laughs> kids 13 14 year old boys well, we'll i mean so anybody can love it and so if something is going to manifest itself in a way that it's going to appear i don't know either appealing or non-threatening to children right say it's some amorphous heinous entity or not even necessarily evil just something that is not pretty to our eyes maybe it assumes something that he thought that the kids would be comfortable with not realizing that it's so flat out fucking bizarre that it's that it would fucking terrify yeah. them yep I'm not saying I subscribe to it I'm just proposing ideas hey I like um, Pokemon know? Tulpa I like I love Tulpas I think Tulpas are great so, well it's a terrifying thought you that mean the idea of them the idea yeah human beings do horrible about that. fucking things, but they think even worse things. 
And if those things can become manifest, that's just well, that's beyond I know horrifying. I, I have if it's, problems if it's a, with that. If it's a collective consciousness thing where all of a sudden, like, because whatever is in the zeitgeist, to take your word, whether it be Slenderman or fucking Pokemon or, you know, whatever, if all of a sudden you just give that enough power and it manifests itself, that's kind of cool. It's but, not cool. And also really fucking terrifying. Yeah, because, because there's also Freddy Krueger that penetrated global consciousness throughout the 80s. Right. There's right. a lot of things that now, be well, like, there's I don't a lot of things that have world. lasted to be uh, uh, that there's no evidence. Religions like, are a good one. Well, yeah, true. There would be true. still be there. There'd be every Indian god would still be around, right? If they truly believed in mm-hmm. in their religion, like right. Ganesh would be hanging out. Yeah. And who's to say they don't? They just aren't necessarily corporeally manifest. Could be like an American god I, type. Of thing. I just think they would. It would be obvious like Yahweh would be somewhere you'd right. be, it should be evidence well yeah if you went to the you top know, of Olympus it would be all togas and intrigue and like incest it, and all the bullshit these things should be obvious if or like true. pop culture reference like with the popularity of let's say Game of Thrones we'd have what fucking dragons about and the Daenerys could fucking be. strutting their fireproof yeah. ways yeah spoiler alerts that she's fireproof? No, that's not really much of a spoiler. It's true, it's not. Okay, cool. Well, it's because the, the you know the the series and shit ended, but whatever. So yeah, I like tulpas. Tulpas like me. We're all about tulpas. <laughs> do they? Do yeah, they? They totally. told you? Probably. I hope. Probably not. All right. So basically, I got bullet eyes. I got bullet eyes. God damn it! God damn your fucking firearm gaze! <laughs> all right. So what we're dealing with is really just an inexplicable creature. We can't really 100% associate it with this UFO sighting, even though this one website yeah. did. So I mentioned it, but whatever. So we got to kind of take that with a grain of salt. Okay. It is, I guess, de facto a cryptid in that that's clearly an animal unlike any known on totally, Earth. Totally, yeah. But seems to be an animal, well, nevertheless. I can't believe nobody mentioned anything about a demon. Well, I, I mean, we're not, we're not done with that. I mean, I've got... Oh, there is, there's more? I, well, I've got a few other oh. ideas. Um, I'm just trying to I'm just trying to break this down fundamentally. One of the one of the things that also occurred to me is that uh, the longest river in Chile is called the Lola, and uh, it runs through the city of Kalama. So I know this is a stretch, but in Haitian and Louisiana voodoo sects, uh, Loa is something they call the Invisibles or the Mysteries or whatever, and they are these kind of monstrous, oftentimes violent spirits that are used to commune between. Uh, human beings and God. So, like, literally Yahweh God, like the God of the ancient Abrahamic religions, creates these, like, monstrous, fucking evil-minded, a lot of times, creatures, and uses them to be the intermediaries between voodoo priestesses and whatnot and them. they're they're called the Loa. They're like a shitty secretary? Yeah. Really? Or messenger. Yeah. Kevin Bacon and Quicksilver with fucking big erect penises and horns and nefarious intentions. Yeah, that's that's weird. Okay, well. That was weird, but I like it. deepest probably cinematic dig we have ever made. We have mentioned uh, Silver... Silver Bullet? Silver Bullet. Yeah. A couple of times. We're going to mention every 80s movie with the word silver in it. Oh, yeah. And maybe 70s, because Silver Streak is a great, great Gene Wilder. Oh, my God. Pryor. Buddy. Murder mystery. All right. So, So demon. Listen. So, maybe it is one of these, like, voodoo uh, evil intermediaries. I mean, it certainly would fit it, because they have different shapes and forms. They're often small. Sometimes have horns. Sometimes have weird shit. 
Now, I know, again, that's a stretch, associating the name of a, a river in Chile with the name of what <laughs> yeah. Haitians and voodoo people happen right. to call these things. But... Okay. And then you can go, like Chris was saying, more traditionally demonic. Could be... Yeah, could be. Because, I mean, it's... it All the way up until the point where it is throwing <clears throat> psychic electricity bolts into their bellies and actually speaking to Nelson. Right. It's just a fucking animal. Even yeah. if it's a weird animal. Like, I don't know how many terrestrial things have bioluminescence. I don't think any mammals do. I could be wrong. I would be the first to own it if I was. But I know we got fireflies. I know we got billions of things under the goddamn ocean. But I don't know how many mammal-type things yeah, could just, just suddenly burst into, you know, yeah, I don't think the that's... jazz hands of illumination. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I don't know either. Yeah, I, I don't have that degree in college no so. no by bioluminescence no i did not chili terra luminescence <laughs> yeah, I, I did not uh did not study that so all right well i mean we got a lot of different things in the table or, or even so. throw in like a regional deity like again i'm not an expert but there's atacama people live there the quechua people the quechua people one of whom was represented in the potosi sheep slayer when she beat the fuck out of that dude for killing her sheep yeah oh yeah, yeah that's right yeah she had her uh what the hell is that thing called the, that? the cudgel the cudgel, the cudgel yeah of doom. dude so that sweet badass uh woman now, now i don't again I can't profess to know much about Atacama or Quechua legend, but I'm sure they probably have some local deities or something. So yeah, maybe well, something they corresponds. Have like a whole, like a whole, like a like a whole dwarven mythology or something in that in that area. Yeah, there's all sorts of shit. Yeah. I mean, it's I mean, right. South America is just dense with legends. Right. And yes, the whole we talked about it a lot again in the Potosi Sheep Slayer. Um, small red-haired people that allegedly live there, yeah. but that doesn't apply to no. bulldog-headed, no, rugby-bodied, really. goat-legged fuck-alls. Right. That's All a right. whole different. Thing. Uh, yeah. I mean, the the amalgamation is shit. I can see where we might want to go extraterrestrial with this thing, especially if that UFO sighting right. was close. But yeah. even if it was weeks different, that's still too much for me. Yeah, it's still well, close. everything's yeah. UFO. Just I mean, there's satellites. I mean, just. What well, do you mean by UFO? I think UFO. Mark definitely means an alien space. I know what you yeah, mean, but yeah, you don't know yeah. what they mean when they said they saw a UFO. Well, they saw a, a bright object like, that descended over the neighborhood that went from white to like fiery green to fucking electric blue. So that's not a satellite. I'm not saying that it's extraterrestrial, but it's not a satellite. Not when it doesn't change color like that and fly low over the right. neighborhood. Could could maybe crash drones? All right. I mean, what what year is this though? Two thousand something. Two thousand two. It could be tech. It's a problem with new new world uh, millennium stories like this because there's so much now. No, you're right. It's just like fuck. No, every every time somebody sees a UFO now, it's sketchy as fuck. Because no matter what it does, especially if it's at night, it literally could be a drone. It could be any number of things. I agree with that, and, I, and I'm almost willing to take extraterrestrial off the table, because as obvious as that seems, because this seems to be, uh, well, alien, literally alien in the sense that it should not be there, it shouldn't be anywhere, right. and plus we just don't have animals that tend to, on a general no. basis, psychically communicate with us with their modesty. Stop fucking looking at me. Just run the fuck away. Don't stare. And you know just what? run. It could be a very kind thing, because it's anyone would be pissed limping around on a fucked up leg. Right. And you're like, you just fucking just get the fuck out of here before I do something I regret. Yeah. I'm not supposed to bite humans. That's what I'm saying. Right. You fuckers are getting real close. Yeah, the whole, you know what, though? The psychic communication, the amalgamation of weird shit. I 
it almost does seem like it might it could be demonic possibly well that's why i said it it's deeply religious I mean, uh, community yeah it l- could be a lot um, of old demon pictures like the demons ha- are different right the chimera, oh, chimera, you want to go to like hermonymous bosh and other yeah. classic bird heads and yeah. lizard arms yeah, like they and, have like feet on their asses and all kinds of weird shit I, well on one hand you could easily say and <laughs> sure. i often do that these are just what the artist's imaginations were all you know indulging in to consider right. what diabolical beings would look like Maybe some people were having near-death experiences and describing certain things like that. Who knows? But you're right. And there's a famous old monastery, I wish I could remember the name, um, that is in Kalama. Uh, so, you know, it's a, it could a deeply be... Catholic okay. community. Right. And uh, it's got a, you know, a venerated old uh, cathedral there. So that kind of makes sense. It's a possibility. That, well, it's a possibility. I mean, but if it was truly diabolical, why would it give them a warning? Yeah, unless the warning wasn't from it. Oh, because the warning had oh, been like, from on high. So an angel came down and whispered his ear, don't stare, just run. No, maybe or a was fucking it, like uh, something was chasing it that they didn't see. Yeah, the came. Or was it a commandment from Jesus? Does Jesus do commandments? No. Is that how he works? He does suggestions and he got killed for it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sunday school. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, no, I guess if it was a demon, why would... But, it, you know what, though? It's an interesting... You're right. Yeah. Interesting. It, it's interesting. an interesting theory, even though it, that, that adds so much more baggage to the story. I know. Right? That but makes me have to like, question religion and shit. No, 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 no. Like, not that part, but the idea that the psychic command came from another source. I, well, like, this thing was yeah. getting too close. Yeah. And anything from, like, your dead grandpa to whatever was yeah. like... Just stop looking and go. Don't stare at his Just go. Yeah, that's go. what I'm saying. So, you know, he might have assumed that this thing was communicating to him. But when in fact, though, it was fucking yeah. from beyond. Was, that's just, that's so, I mean, there's nothing to no, put yeah, no, that there, on. There is. There is absolutely there's nothing not. There's anything that's on except saying, two scared kids who saw an incredibly strange creature. And it would have been one thing, like a, a round-bellied, dog-headed, goat-legged, platypus-webbed or duck-webbed, whatever. Right. Thing that so maybe it spends most of its time in water. Maybe that's why people don't ordinarily see it. The lower river is nearby, so maybe it, it merged from there for whatever reason to forage for food or whatnot. And all of that is just a totally crazy but fun cryptid story. It's just a cryptozoological thing. Yeah. And then there's psychic energy bolts and self illumination, which could still fall into cryptids, but a little iffier. And then psychic messages. So that suddenly just blows it out of the water. It's no longer cryptozoology. Just like the Mothman, it starts like, yeah, this is a Dude, monster. You start, and then it becomes like, oh fuck. You start I don't even know getting what to do into like no. Sasquatch, Shaman. No. Yeah, that's where it goes. No, into. I'm saying I don't no. think it has to. No, no, no. I mean, you're in that whole territory right. of weird spiritual yes. cryptozoology. You know. I mean, if there ever comes a point where we, does yoga, we find psychic like, stuff whatever. that becomes part of science, then it's not really like weird anymore. It just becomes part of. The world. Right. I, I agree. So that's why it's sure. not not necessarily. I, I'm not saying crypto. I it's just in, in 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 psychic abilities. I think there's something to remote viewing. I think there's a lot of compelling evidence. I think it's iffy. I don't think it's very controllable. Right. I don't think it can really be militarized or monetized no, oh, oh, in Jesus, any great no, way. There's but, not but a I, lot I think there, there's but... hints of it. But we've never seen any real indication of it coming. No. Uh, no. Uh, from an inexplicable entity to a human, I guess. That's no, kind well, of it's new. just but nothing can be it. replicated. It's You're not right. like it's very nobody. It can't. It happens in in, in alien abduction cases a lot, or you know UFO yeah. contacty cases, but not in cryptozoological cases. Right. That's, right. That's, 
again, this is where it all it becomes a fuck all because I know it's and fucked. a lot of people would like ignore certain pieces of evidence because they'd want it to be a cryptid or they want it to be an extraterrestrial or, or something demonic or whatever their agenda is. We don't have an agenda. We we're gonna take all of it and just try to figure out some way it fits. Right. And it's hard. Yeah. In fact, I don't even know if we can do it because I mean, nah, just of course, yeah, assuming no. that the kids aren't making some crazy shit up, but indicating indicating that they you know told their parents uh, they were so afraid. Unless, of course, it was a couple kids that were out way past their curfew. Who knows how late they're allowed to be out? Yeah, if I don't teens know. And right. It was like after midnight, so maybe they thought we're gonna make up a crazy ass story and get our parents all distracted. Unless the parents were in on it. Unless the parents were in on it. They could very well be in on it to maybe try to get a couple bucks because these kids saw some or weird shit. Or maybe they just saw something and were maybe got a little hammered and fucking... Yeah. I'm true. not ruling out Pokemon. <laughs> I don't mean real Pokemon. Like, they were into it and they saw some shit and they... Right. I really want to see if there's a Pokemon that is still, does this. Does this. That yeah, looks similar because then it'd be like, wait, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah. Wait. Oh, <laughs> we, we figured you out. Or if they each have their own separate favorite Pokemon and they just put them there like oh dude I got the best idea it's like it's the fucking coolest Pokemon ever take yours take mine Charizard and whatever else and fucking smash them together and this is what we got go fucking it's a fucking psychic football oh J- Jiggly Muizard Jiggly, yeah could be there you go oh, Jiggly Puffs again it's wide open yeah I know yeah, I don't is. know right. I, I don't know there's a lot to go alright well here let's, let's just do this let's just Alien. round this out with what do we all think it is I'm gonna go with hmm it's a tough one. But you know what? I don't normally go demon. I'm going to say demon. I'm going to go... I, I think I'm going to go demon. I think so. Because, you know... What did it do that was particularly diabolical? Specifically uh, attacked the kids. Mm-hmm. And then somebody Maybe. from heaven told them to run. You convinced me completely. Boom. Chris, what do you think? I, I, don't, I don't even know. No, you got. No. I want to lean Pokemon, but All I'm right. the one who brought up the demon. Yeah, and I'm going with your suggestion because I because aesthetically it, it fits sounds the demonic. Bills oh, yeah. we're, we're not taking the whole communication I mean, from heaven out of there. But though. I'm not taking Pokemon off the table either. All right, cool. Robert? It's either a card game or devils. Put <laughs> 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 All right, sure. shit. All right, Rob, where are you at? All right, card game or devils? What do you think? I I. I'm fascinated by its apparent intelligence. I really am intrigued by that. So, uh, I don't. I don't know if I'm going to say. Well, I guess cryptid, an intelligent oh, yeah. creature okay. that can live in a lot of these, uh, if, especially if it's semi-aquatic. I mean, if it's like a platypus, say, or right. even a duck, where it can function in water but breathes air, and maybe forages for food on the ground, and and maybe just developed the ability to give random electrical stomach aches and occasionally warn Dude, people away in their indigenous language. That's where heaven tells you what to do. We're going to call this what it suggests a hypercryptid. A hypercryptid. Oh, oh are, are you a starting phrase. a whole new cryptid uh, uh, category? A highly intelligent, interactive, but nevertheless indigenous to earth species Good that sir, is rarely seen. You are going to fucking set Twitter on fire with this new term hypercryptid. I, yeah. I highly doubt that. You, dude, if it starts going on Twitter, you're going to have to get an account and you're going to have to start yeah. talking about it. The hypercryptids? Yeah, because you're our cryptozoologist. Now I'm going to have to fucking find a whole list of them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's because we don't want to get sued for saying Pokemon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pokemon, a.k.a. But, hypercryptid. Yeah. 
All right, cool. All right, All right, so you know demon what? Pokemon and yeah. hypercryptic. There you go. There you have it. Thank you for joining us. That is our take on the psychic football. Fascinating Snap. stuff. I think that you should do an illustration of this and give it a proper name. Oh. And then do like AKA psychic football. Yeah, I would, I would have to at least acknowledge that. <laughs> totally. Proper name, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> AKA. Yeah, I know. But I'm definitely going to do football. an illustration because the kid's illustration is a fine indicator. Yeah. But I've already started the works of the illustration because, of course. This actually, if this is fucking terrible, but this would be a pretty cool t-shirt to just have your, your illustration that just says psychic football. <laughs> just this awesome font. This, You'd be like, this is fucking so dumb. Oh. It just looks so stupid. Uh, it would be a great t-shirt, though. So, but maybe we'll make that happen. We'll see. We'll see what happens there. So uh, there you have it. Thank you for joining us, as always, the Kryptonaut Podcast. Uh, social medias, Insta, Twitters, and Facebooks. Check us out there. Um, Patreon campaign. Thank you all so very much. We appreciate it. It Absolutely. is Patreon. Patreon.com slash Podcast. Check it out there. Our ratings and reviews. We appreciate those. Be sure to leave those in the iTunes Apple Podcast apps. And we're talking to you soon. Laters. Yeah. Be careful. Kumbaya. Chuck rocks at. Please. Maybe find another method. I mean, yeah. the thing was just I know. At least get a fucking Pokeball. <laughs> Toss a Pokeball at it. It is oh, Japanese as the dill. Kind of it that is, too. Yeah, I mean, between, a little bit. between Dragon Ball Z yeah. and Pokemon, this thing manifests so much toku. It's unbelievable. That's what I mean. Come on, it powers up, has an energy attack. Yeah. yeah. I Psychic? Mean, come on. Hypercryptic. Hypercryptic. There you are. We'll talk to you soon. Oh.